Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest Pierce of Mind podcast, coming to you from a secret location in a secret place far, far away from the great state of Ohio, the Buckeye State. Um, I'm excited that you came to see me tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this. I had what I would say was a mixed bag today. Uh, but before we get into any of that, first I want to let you know to please press that subscribe, like, and share. And if you'd give us a five-star rating, I would appreciate it so much. Uh, what that really does, I honestly don't care much about it because I don't make money from this podcast. I don't even attempt to make money from this podcast. It's just a way to make us more visible and so other people can hear what we're sharing the good times we're having i mean who would want anyone to miss out on this i know you wouldn't i know i don't want it so help help a brother out well so first things first we um are back in residential treatment and honestly haven't been taking it well which is weird because i slightly kind of sort of suggested this um but quickly thought it was a bad idea but before i could take it back they were like oh it's yours now buddy and well here we are which is all good it's all fine we're going to learn to accept it uh and not self-destruct which i'm not gonna lie since i've been here i have been on a self-destruction mode i mean the first two days my feet gave out on me, so I didn't couldn't walk for a solid four days. Like, couldn't really walk. I got to hobbling around around day three. Um, yeah, but then I got my treatment team, which I wasn't really thrilled about. Uh, mostly because I don't feel like my therapist hears me. And I, uh, the dietician is the dietician I was with last time here in res where I literally gave, I'm telling you, I gave 150%. I gave everything I had, and it ended in a relapse, which is why, obviously, I'm back in res. And I don't, my problem is I'm having a hard time believing that there's something I can get from here that I couldn't just get from PHP. That being said, I'm stuck here. Uh, until about the middle of the month and then I'll head back to PHP hopefully my head on a little tighter but I met with my treatment today team today so we could come up with a plan um and the plan's honestly not terrible it's just not fast enough and it's not enough of what I need like where they want me to do these sporadic times where I cook meals for myself and honestly, like, I want to think I should be doing it every other day, every day. Um, and I want to start that basically on Monday. And they're like, oh, let's wait another half a week. So basically, we're wasting a week and a half um, to appease my treatment team. Um, and that's my big problem. And it's also, you know me, like, I get it in my head that. Um, it's a battle and I can't let them win. I have to win the battle. So with this particular team, I'm already in that mindset, which means I will self-destruct if I stick with them. 
And I don't want to do that. I don't want to self-destruct. I don't want to be caught up in everything going on here. So I've asked for a new treatment team. It was not taken as well as I'd hoped. Um, I had to write a whole essay on why I thought I needed a new treatment team and what I would do differently with the new treatment team. And basically, I just told him, like I just told you, like, I need a new treatment team literally so I can just start fresh because I'm already in this mindset that it's a me versus them situation with my current treatment team. And I don't want to have to deal with that because I will self-destruct it if it keeps going the way it's going. I've tried to tell Kim that I wouldn't and I'm really going to try my best not to but if history is any indication I'm going to fail. But although that meeting sucked I had a good uh, doctor's appointment today. Uh, So they sent me to get my weight at the hospital because I guess our scale here is broken. Or it's not working properly or something. And, um, it was at a bariatric center. And as you know, I've been fired by my bariatric team in the entire hospital, uh, where all of my caregivers were. And so what I thought was just going to be a weight getting, you know, getting on the scale, which is what they thought too. We started talking and I was telling them how like, uh, basically no other hospital will take my case, uh, and not have me start from scratch. And I just don't have the six months really to give for that. And so we were talking and they're saying, and they said basically that, and this is awesome news. Just so you know, this is like really made my entire day. And I think it was a big, boost for Kim too but um we actually are going to go to a seminar at the end of the month and they are going to take my old doctor's notes and they are going to try to get me uh surgery while I'm down here and that is not definite but let me tell you it is a light at the end of the table table frick at the end of the tunnel that I thought was never coming I really did and I thought that all hope was lost and there was just nothing uh, I could do to help me and lo and behold we did it folks there is a light now we have a new light and it's the light that I need I need anything I can to push forward because you know all the news we are trying to deal with like the idea of being in state level one decompensation and then obviously kim's been doing a lot of research like this this disease does not just take you quickly it does not let it does not um free you from suffering it is a disease that you will suffer and on top of it you lose your mind um i've seen things and been told that you know basically as this disease progresses i will start i will basically start to be like someone with dementia i won't be able to remember people who i love and the people that i cherish you know when i think about that i think like kim um just not too long ago i couldn't remember her name for what i like to say was 20 minutes to a half hour i could see her beautiful face her smile 
I could see us laughing together, but I could not remember the woman's name. And that, like, when I came, when it clicked and I remembered her name, I literally bawled. I cried like a baby because that is the most important person in my entire life. No, no questions asked. No, nothing. She is my favorite human. And, um, yeah. So that made me sad. But now I'm happy that I have this light that I had thought had been turned out. So it made for a good day. Um, I'm starting to settle into this new community. Uh, I'm struggling because of the age gap and because I just really don't feel like I talk. I talk. I feel like I don't fit in because I do like to talk a lot and I definitely overshare and I don't have very many boundaries and I don't have things I won't talk about or I'm not comfortable talking about. So I just don't feel like I don't even know how to open up to this community because I feel like they're the opposite. I feel like they're very private, very, you know, they have boundaries and I don't want to be disrespectful of that. So I kind of just isolate myself on the couch, uh, do these podcasts at night. Um, you know, I got a couple of board games I had Kim send me to hopefully, you know, um, get some engagement from the group. And hopefully that will kind of like start to build some trust and some friendship. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I I don't know. It is what it is. Like, I can't worry about, you know, having people care about me or having friends when I need to just focus on my eating disorder and how what I can do best to get that in order so when I do have this weight loss surgery that it sticks I don't do anything that will threaten my life that way I will stick to the diet I will stick to everything I need to follow every single rule to be awesome and uh and we'll see where that goes um Outside of that, I just, I don't know, see, like, the brain falls kicking, and I'm just sitting here right now, and my brain literally just locked up, like, I have so much I want to say, um, getting ready for the Super Bowl, thankfully, I'll be back in PHP, uh, at the beginning of the XFL season, but not the Super Bowl, but I'll try to find a way to watch it here, uh, XFL is coming, super excited about that. No, it's not going to be for everybody, but for someone who loves football the way I do, um, I'm super pumped about it. Uh, I attempted to start writing goodbye letters, uh, you know, to a handful of people that have been in my life for a long period of time, and I know that really care about me. Um, you know, so I, I put together some goodbye letters. And that was not going well. I, I'm not a good writer. 
So it's like I sit there and I just try to like think of cool words because the people that I for some reason have befriended and have kept me in their lives are just on a different level intelligently than I am. And so like I want to write these like fantastic letters. But instead, I think I'm just going to record them a voice memo and put it on a flash drive and just send it to him and say, hey, at whatever time is my end, please listen to this because it explains how I feel about you and the impact that you had on my life. And I wish we would have had more of these memories. Um, this is kind of a weird place to be in where, like, I know I'm not dying tomorrow, right? But I know that it's coming very soon, much sooner than later. And, um, you know, on the, unless you know, I get this weight loss surgery, I lose the weight and somehow I get on the transplant list and hopefully maybe somebody's a match. But, like, today, like, I don't have any of that. And so, like, where I think it, Kim doesn't like me thinking this much about death um, because I know it scares her and I know it hurts her heart. For me, like, I feel like I have to be thinking about this stuff. Who do I want to say goodbye to? Where do I want to live when I die? All those things are so important to me. And, you know, we came to the realization this week that I'm probably not going to get not going to get my thing that I really wanted and that's to die in Utah um financially where it will leave Kim once I'm gone is terrible and at least now we have our house and she gets to keep that and it's something that she can you know most likely afford once I'm gone it's an inexpensive mortgage and lower to just any rent she's going to find. We just bought it a good time. We have, Honestly, we bought just at the bottom before things started to shoot up. Or I guess maybe right when things were shooting up, we got a good deal. And we've got some decent equity. And so dying in Ohio might be what's best. We had talked earlier this week about this idea of selling the house taking the equity to buy an RV and just buying an RV parking it at the RV pad in Utah and then we could kind of the last little bit of time I have left we could travel to see people um, she could work from wherever because she works from home so we get a good internet set up in the RV and then wham bam we're traveling, you know, maybe we go spend a couple weeks in Jersey. Maybe we spend with my brother or we spend maybe, you know, if my daughter starts talking to me ever, we get to spend a couple of weeks in uh, you know, Ohio with Kaylee. Like, sorry, I had a little pause there, but it literally was brain fog. Um and then we go back to Utah and we park, you know, and maybe we go park different places in Utah, like at Kim's sister's house or, you know, at the lake. Like, it just gives us a ton of freedom. Uh, it'd be a little difficult with our pups, but 
I think it could be a lot of fun. And uh, it's something that I would really like to look more into. But I have to be considerate. Like, where does that leave Kim when I'm gone? Is that something she's going to want to deal with? Is she going to want to deal with driving the RV around? Is she going to want to deal with living in an RV? Uh, Is that fair to her? And honestly, I haven't been great at thinking about what's fair to her. You know? I feel like... I feel like when I'm going through this, I want to be super selfish. And that is not fair because, you know, I promised to love and protect and support her, you know, till death do us part. But honestly, it's also my job to make sure that I set her up and put her in as the best place I possibly can while we're still together, while we're still both alive, because... I don't want to pass away and leave her in just a horrible homeless situation. That would be such a dick move on my part. So, you know, I'm trying. Trying so hard to be the man she deserves. I think I'm going to fall a little short on the man I promised her mom I would be. But it wasn't for lack of effort, I'll tell you that, folks. It wasn't for lack of effort at all. Um, yeah, so that was kind of my day in a nutshell. Y'all start be, y'all probably be hearing from me, uh, a little more frequently, which, you know, a little less, uh, maybe not as long of shows. We'll just kind of play those by ears. I know I'm trying really hard to get some guests on here. Uh, like maybe even some of my community members, or maybe we just do like a round table. I'm not really sure, but, uh. I have plans. I have plans to, uh, you know, take this podcast and utilize it while I'm in here to keep my head straight. And I appreciate you for stopping in and giving this a listen. Um, and, you know, maybe we go back to doing live shows where we can have live call-ins. I think that would be fun as hell. We had some great times with those in the past. Sometimes we're a bit of a failure. Um, I plan on having uh, people like Kevin Tenney on here. Um, you know, it's one of those people I have a right to letter to. And I almost want to start off like, Dear Kevin, I'm sorry that I embarrassed this shit out of you. 99% of the time we hung out. It was not intentional. I think you're great. Have a good day. You're pal Matt. I just, quick and simple. <laughs> Um, honestly, Kevin's, I'm so fortunate to still have him as a friend. Um, you know, I was very selfish when I went back to Utah and skipped his wedding, um, for a job opportunity. And honestly, his wife, who I love dearly, uh, Miranda didn't talk to me for like a solid year. Like I would try to play with Kevin and be like, Hey, tell Miranda I said, hi. And he'd be like, nope, nope, not going to do that. And she just would not acknowledge my existence. Uh, And that broke my heart because I always liked her a lot. And finally, I can't even tell you what happened where she like re-accepted me. Um, But I'm glad she did because we've had some great times since then. And uh, 
Miranda, if you're listening, I will bring out the Margarita Diva before I die. It will happen. So just be prepared. Maybe I'll pull on your heartstrings. Like, it's my dying wish is to bring the D- see the Diva again. I don't know. But I like. Actually, I think about the people who I love, and honestly, I love their partners just as much. Like, my brother's wife, um, I'm not gonna lie, there was a point where I did not really care for her, and then I had to realize, um, that it wasn't her, it was that I felt on some level she was stealing my brother from me, and once I realized that she was probably the best thing that ever happened to him, and he was, she was gonna help push him to, you know, reach a lot of those lofty goals that he set for himself. I just, I love her, and she loves football. What else could you ask for a woman? Uh, my best friend Nikki, her husband Kyle, he is the sweetest guy. Uh, he talks to me. Uh, we, we you know, we chat occasionally, but like, um. I actually inspired him, I think, or in some way to do his own podcast, which was way better than mine. Uh, he's just a sweet, good guy. Um, so I think maybe that's what it is. I surround myself with strong couples who, you know, are independent, intelligent people who speak their mind. Um, and maybe the reason they can accept me is because I accept everybody. You know, I, I know that we all have opinions, and I love that, and I want to hear them. But they also accept that I'm sometimes a bit crazy, sometimes a bit inappropriate. But I think they know I come from a place of kindness, and I just try to have fun a lot, even when I try to maybe push that too far. Um, yeah, I'm pretty fortunate. Anyways, um, I think it's time to probably wrap this up. You're probably getting bored. Um, you probably have like, I don't know, important things to do and I need to go to bed cause it's about lights out time and I'm really just rambling at this point. So listen, until next time, my name is Matt Pierce. This has been the Pierce of Mind podcast. Please remember to press the subscribe button if you haven't already hit the like button give give us a share so other people can hear the fun we're having and obviously leave a five-star review thank you very much until next time i'll see y'all later